Welcome back to Fictional Men Written by Women, a podcast created by Dipsy. I'm your host, Faye Keegan, and we have a very fun episode today. We have Olivia here to talk a bit about the making of the Lone Wolf series and go a bit behind the scenes. So, Olivia, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Olivia. I'm the editorial lead here at Dipsy, so I, I write and edit stories. How was the story originally written? I think this is like a classic just feels like a classic gypsy tale to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you would assume that we, like, brainstorm a story, and then we write the story, and then we cast the story, and then the story is made. And I just feel like that process gets really messed up. That only occasionally happens yeah. that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, earlier on. But every I feel like sometimes there's humbling moments. And this story was a humbling moment, but then a success story. So... Originally, we wanted to make a small-town Scottish romance, which Scottish actors, people want to hear those. Like, everyone's like, please do more Scottish accents. Requests for Scottish accents, one of the number one requests for the last five years. It's very consistent. And we've tried to deliver on it, and we have not yet. Yeah, I mean, it's like a whole country, but we're struggling. (laughs) We're struggling. So if anyone listening has a hot Scottish cousin, they don't have to be hot. They just have to have a gorgeous voice. (laughs) Hot voice. Hot voice. Hot voice cousin um, or friend. Anyway, but so we wanted to make this small town Scottish romance, like very classic. Like this girl moves to Scotland to live with her grandmother. That's like her roots. She's never been there. Anyway, we did this whole thing. We like write a few episodes. We like had content. We were pumped up. I feel like we had like little like Scottish flags on so many internal like (laughs) documents. Like, yes, the Scottish romance is finally coming. Yeah. Um, And then all of a sudden it was not, it was not not coming. The voice actor couldn't do the story last minute they couldn't record something came up um we couldn't reschedule with them and and that does happen like you know yeah. it's just like an individual people like i have a cold i can't record totally you know like, it's just like these are like things that happen all totally. the time. people can't deliver scripts people can't record yeah. like things weird things happen or we have to like change something in a script so we had we had spent all this time making these stories we had studio time books so we were like how can we recreate this story with a a voice actor we already work with who we know we can book and like totally change the setting because we do not have another Scottish actor. Totally. And we were like, maybe it could be Irish. We have an Irish actor, but it was like way too similar to our Irish series. <laughs> we didn't want to double down. So we were like, let's do a small town Western romance, which I just think is such a funny thing to do because it feels so different. But then as we we shifted the script, like we actually like line by line went through and changed it. And we, we did some like bigger structural changes as well. But I actually think it was pretty successful. Totally. Also, it's crazy it took us so long to do something like that. Although we did have one one from the past. Totally. Oh, to do a cowboy story. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think, I feel like when you like think of classic romance, if you like imagine the like wall of like long hair, like Fabio right. types. Like I feel like there's like a man on a horse. Totally. Or like shirtless. With, like, How a- do we get so many men not on horses before yeah. we finally found <laughs> totally. our guy? Yeah. Well, we did. We did. Do a cowboy series. We did. Iconically named Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> which also a great story because originally we were coming up with all these different names we were like slacking about. And then we were like, Cowboy. And then I don't know if it was me or somebody else. We added a S, but like, Cowboys. <laughs> we're like, that's it. I do think it is funny. Like a lot of our stories have internal names and then bef- that we like their internal like moniker for them. And then before we release them, we're like, we actually can't just release a story that's called Cowboy Romance. Like, it needs to have something else. <laughs> totally. Cowboy Romance to Cowboys was not our biggest creative leap, but like Hometown, one of our most popular series, was and all the original scripts is called Nerds Become More. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> just like, 
iconic. And there's so many things like that. This like amazing like archaeology of gypsy <laughs> stories. Yeah, also, I feel like it is like the origin. Like you can just get the like the absolute like yeah. nugget, the center of the idea. Well, this story, so the one we actually ended up making, um, Lone Wolf, was originally called Small Town. <laughs> and it's like, Gorgeous. it could be a small town anywhere. Scotland in Montana. So we did, yeah, so we switched it, which I think was pretty successful. I asked a friend from Montana for some plot because I was like, I actually don't know anything about living in a small town there. Surprise. And she was like, I think you should do a story about the tension between, like, wolf conservationists and ranchers which I actually now know a ton about. But the fact we didn't immediately make this a werewolf story itself is shocking. It is one breath away <laughs> from being a werewolf. It's called Lone Wolf. I, think, I actually think it's really interesting, though. Like, it's lone, and our werewolf series is called Pinedale Falls. <laughs> like, I want to switch the titles up. That was incorrect. <laughs> but it's just the way that it, way it just that happens. It but happens. I, I do think it was successful. Like, I, when I, this is actually one of my favorite Dipsy stories. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, I think that Jesse really is such a full character. And I think his personality is so strong. And the actor is also really good. It's like really strong banter. You have that flirtatious like tension and like it's not really enemies to lovers, but kind of like the secret affair, yeah. off limits. And he's like a little bit like rougher on the edges. And I think that delivers through from like banter to sex to banter to sex. And it just feels like really compelling and consistent throughout. It feels like a real person. Totally. Also feels just like such an escape to me. Like I feel like it's like what romance should be. Like yeah. I feel like I'm like in the small town. It's summer. I am like having a forbidden romance with this man. Totally. Like I'm really like swept up in it. And I think it's just like very immersive. I think his voice and the actress is great, too, who plays Katie. Um, I feel like she has, like, this wily, like, newcomer energy that's mm -hmm. also really, like, working. And I think this is an example of us, like, hitting the trope really hard. Yeah. Sometimes I think, like, at Dipsy, we see something that's very trope-driven, and we're like, how can we add more nuance? Like, that story feels maybe sort of done before or corny. Like, how do we make it feel more modern? But this was a story where I think it's, like, actually what you want is the rough around the edges cowboy. Like, no edits. Like, totally. <laughs> don't reinvent the wheel. Totally. Well, I mean, in the original first cowboy story we did, cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> Iconic. We did way too much. And we just lost the thread on cowboy. We had— We never even had it. It was— <laughs> It's only in the title and the art. We also have to make sure that, like, I think this is done really well, again, with Jesse and Lone Wolf. But the elements of the story and the elements of the sex, like, line up. Like, if they have a really, like, kind of competitive off-limits relationship, then they're having kind of that like, dynamic in their sex as well, where they're kind of, like, vying for power in a really fun and flirty way. Like, that, like, encapsulates the sex and the the romance as well in this in this story in Lone Wolf. I also started watching Yellowstone. Do you watch it? No, I, I don't know why. You are... I'm the exact target audience. You are a horse girl adult. <laughs> How dare you? No, it's... <laughs> I mean, light, light. Like, right. not no, I, first impression. Like, I ride horses. You're not giving a horse. <laughs> and I do feel like one of the things I, I, I have to pull back on, generally, yeah. is adding more horse knowledge <laughs> into the story. When we did, so we did Pinedale Falls, which is the werewolf version of, of Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. But in Wyoming. In Wyoming. I was, I also wrote that one. And I don't really know anything about horse horses. I love horses on that kind of a 
spiritual, emotional <laughs> level. Like, I respect them. I'm interested in them. I've never written one. But mm. I was like, oh, this is a huge blind spot because they're, like, on a horse ranch. And Faye would come in and be like, oh, yeah, he's a bit, like, <laughs> a bit fresh today. <laughs> I know. I was like such a loser. I was like, and I had to like, I'd add way too much. I'd like highlight it and be like, comment at Olivia, please cut this down by 65%, like at least. But I think that's great. Like storytelling, writing and editing is like doing, I always tell when we're working with freelance writers, I'm like, I'd so prefer you do way, way, way too much. Cause I'll just like absolutely like carve that story out of there. Like that's basically what I do. I'm like, just like, removing thousands Lead of words. Lead deleter of yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, it's like so brutal. I feel like it just like people are editing me that way and it like makes for a better story so I do it to other people so I'm sorry if I've ever edited anyone. <laughs> speaking to the writers. If you're, listening, <laughs> if to this if you're listening, I'm sorry that I'm not We gentle. do it to each other too. It's not personal. No, but I, I do think it was a good collab on this one. A lot of horse information and then we sort of reeled it in. The other, I feel like, third character in Lone Wolf <laughs> is the weather. <laughs> which... <laughs> drives so much I feel like of the story it's like so hot so they go swimming yeah like it's pouring rain so he grabs a blanket like and we I think weather obviously is a part of everyone's lives (laughs) (laughs) but I do think that like there's some stories and some like characters that we generate where the weather feels like part of the character I think Killian Mm -hmm. is like this too yeah like Almost every single Killian story, it's, like, raining and there was a fireplace. And that feels, like, a part of what you're, like, delivering with a Killian story, unless you're in the bar. Um, But I think that with Jesse, he has this, like, the wildness of, like, the weather (laughs) that mirrors the wildness of their relationship. And it feels, like, really tight that way. Yeah. I think it's also – I don't think I've ever articulated the weather in our stories in that way before. But it's such a sensory – like, it, yeah. I think it makes for, like, some of the best stories are the ones that even Hometown has that a little bit. It's, like, always a little yeah. rainy. Like, there's some Twilight inspiration in there, probably. Yeah. I do love the episode. I think it's episode five, episode six. The one where she's cold. Summer Storm, episode six. Summer Storm, I do six. think it's the best one. I think it delivers, like, perfect Lone Wolf energy. And so satisfying. Perfected the craft. And I'm afraid to make a seventh. Yeah. We just do the, the People are thing. clamoring for it, but <laughs> I literally am afraid. Yeah. It is so good. And that one has, like, I mean— I think both it is really good, um, but also, like, it performs the best in the data. Like, we, we like, look at this stuff internally. Yeah. Um, it's, like, obviously a really good signal. We also talk to our listeners, and we do, like, free-form surveys and get ideas because about things that we're not making they want to hear. But this is a story that, like, from—I mean, Lone Wolf in general, from the second we started releasing it, was doing really, really well. But episode six particularly has, like, extremely high, like, re-listen and favorite rates, which is, like, just, yeah. I think, the biggest indicator that it has something yeah. that is so good— that we also don't have anywhere else, you know? It's like, this yeah. one is really hitting. Um, yeah. But yeah, Summer Storm. It's interesting how those, like, high-performing moments create a ripple effect, where then for, like, months, I'm like, let's do a pillow talk where she's a little cold. Totally. <laughs> totally. And there's a bathtub, and he's warming her up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, and then we go too far. I'm like, yeah. okay, actually, we've done, like, eight of these, but if you want that trope, you now can find it yeah. beyond just that story. What's inspiring in this story, this character, and this actor choice was use of requests for deeper voices and, like, growl. Like, gra- growl was a word we kept getting. And we're like, none of the guys we have here, like, are really growling. We need yeah. the guy that can believably growl. And I feel like he gets close, which is why he ends up being our werewolf in, in Pinedale Falls. Right. And we've used him in other stories, but it's it's pretty 
he sounds pretty different in different contexts, but he has like I think that like deep, you know, really gravelly sort of like like it's not raspy, it's gravelly. They're different. You know, the other guys might have got to dance with you, but I'm the only one taking you home tonight. And no one makes you tremble like I do, do they? <laughs> That's right. Only I get to do that. Mm. Totally. I really struggle with this. We once did like an audit of, <laughs> we did the audit. Yeah. We did an audit of all the different voice types and it was like <laughs> whimpering, like raspy, like gravelly. These, these things matter. And I was tasked with taking the first pass of it and then just absolutely failed. It was like, ultimately kind of too hard. Yeah. Like I think any grunty. That was generous of you. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have. It was too hard, but somebody else did it. Could have done a better job, and they did. They completed it. They did it was hard. It was hard, but I think it's really hard for us to know how to like those kinds of uh, specific things people really want. And I think that this was like our own. This is our actor does. I think the best. Killian has more grunt, but is the word grunt sexy? Can we put it in the app? I don't know. I know. Like, I feel I always, like that's been a big update for us too. Yeah, that's, I feel like our most. Um, we talk about this all the time, but our most unhinged meeting is always the tag meeting. Yeah. Because it's like so in the nitty gritty of what we do, which is like you don't really want to be there, actually. It's like no, it's <laughs> such so, an intense place. It's It starts out like with like a question you think is going to be easy. Like, let's label all of the spanking stories. Yeah. That's a classic one. You're like, okay. That's people want to people look for it. People want to avoid it. Like, that's a great thing to tag. Yeah. <laughs> but like. If it's one slap, is that spanking? Is that spanking? I feel when like does it, it raises, become spanking? It raises like philosophical questions that I feel like we like spiral out on. And then at the end, we're like, what if we made charm bracelets that said daddy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> somehow we end up. <laughs> like, exactly. like, like, we pivot to a charm bracelet company that says like praise kink <laughs> on a bracelet. That's like, okay, good. Good meeting. See you yeah. next month. Yeah. Start with the granular and see where you get. No, it's very hard. It's very hard. Uh, I think we're. I think that is like the challenge of both like creating content, but also then how do you describe it to people? Make sure that they're, especially for erotic content, we want to make sure the content is like delivering on things people want. But also if you don't want to hear a spanky story or you don't want to hear a cheating story or whatever, right. you can avoid those things too. Um, spanking and cheating, easier to differentiate. Totally. Like one spank, not a spanking story. One cheat is a cheating, cheating story. story. <laughs> not that we have those. We don't. We don't make <laughs> cheating content. We've tried. <laughs> We've tried, we're but we nice. always, we're too soft. Yeah. I know. We're like, ah, oh, they actually, they're broken up. That was really good in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> too soft. Too, too soft. soft. Um, totally. Yeah, everyone feels good about the affair. But I do think the biggest challenge is not necessarily, like, should we or should we not make a cheating story? Like, we probably could. Just make sure it's clearly labeled. If you don't want to listen to it, like, don't. Yeah. It's probably okay. It's a fictional piece of content. Right. Um, it's more just deciding to make that instead of something else. Right. Like, I think the problem is people... I don't know if you had this experience too, and we're going to find out. But like people are constantly pitching me ideas. Yeah. Based on often their own personal experience, which is extremely sweet. <laughs> it's like one but they're like, word no, I'm having an amazing, like, whatever romance with the guy who pours my coffee, which I mean, we have actually a couple barista stories. That one has made it in. <laughs> but you have, we have so many good ideas, things you want to do. Right. Um, and also, often we'll do a dynamic. In a, in a queer story and we want to like do the straight version or vice versa and so there's like the problem is not the good is having good ideas the problem is like deciding what to do right and that's why I think the affair stuff always just gets a little push it's like, right. like we could do that or werewolves you know right. right yeah and I think it's it is polarizing so it's like I feel like there are going to be people who are like I don't want to listen to that where I feel like who doesn't like werewolves 
<laughs> not spoken by two freaks. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody likes horse stories. It's like I'm wolves. pretty sure that more people <laughs> cheat than yes. have werewolves. <laughs> As you said, I was like, obviously, probably the cheating. Thing. Totally. <laughs> totally. Well, totally. whatever. We did the werewolf thing instead. Yeah. And I think also the con the, the challenge between delivering more and content people love and delivering new series. Yeah. Like, you know, when we made Glone Wolf content, the first two episodes here. Yeah, that was like instead of making lecture me content, instead yeah, of totally. making local content, like that kind of fills that spot on that calendar. And so it had to feel like really high conviction and sort of novel to get it on there. And maybe it's only made it on there because it was going to be Scottish. It right. kind of snuck in, snuck right. under the bar. I know. I feel like it. it's kind of a happy accident. Yeah. But I, I feel like sometimes also a story just, like it's devastating Like a story doesn't do well. You invest all this time and energy and resources and it just isn't a superstar. You like treat it like it's going to be and then it's… yeah. Which is fine. Like, I think even stories that aren't, like, the highest performing, people are, like, listening to. I feel like it's rare that we make a story and people are like, I hate this. Yeah, we're mostly trying to, like, create content people really love. Right. And then content, of course, we want to make. But also, like, inspired by, like, content we're watching, things we're reading, totally. conversations we're having, like, stories we're hearing, our own lives. Obviously, we're trying to, to read extent. the room. But it'd be crazy for us to just, like, write exclusively stories about things that we like that wouldn't be, like, interesting to more people than just ourselves. Right. I feel like that's often what people pitch me on. Like, if I'm in a bar and I tell somebody what I do, yeah. which I've kind of stopped doing. Like, strangers. I'm like, what if you didn't know what I did before? What do you say when you're, like, in, like, an Uber? So, like, what do you do? What do you say? I say that I work in podcasting. Oh, that's good. I'm like... It, I mean, it depends. It depends. In Uber, I probably am not telling them. Totally. And depends on, like, the demographic. Like, you know, if it's, like, somebody's, like, parent that I'm meeting. Totally. Like, I don't want to get into it. Totally. But sometimes people, you can tell they're going to want to talk about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I recently had a friend come up to me who I, I, I've been friends with her well, the whole time that I've had Dipsy. Um, and she just started listening to it more, I guess. And oh, interesting. she was like, I saw her first time for like four or five weeks. I was away and I came back. She's like, oh my God, Faye, I really want to talk to you about Dipsy. I'm like, okay. She's like, it's really good. <laughs> I was like, I fucking hope so. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the theme. She's like, because she's like trying for a baby, which is yeah. an awesome use case. Like good for her. Obviously a big conversation. But she's like, it's like really works. I'm like, I know. Like, I, I hope so. <laughs> I am like really surprised when people are like, yeah, it's, it's hot. It's like, it's like really works. It's like. I like by design, babe. Yeah. <laughs> For listeners of this podcast who yeah. maybe don't have the Dipsy app, if they love Lone Wolf, what series in the app would you recommend? Like next? Yeah. Well, Pinedale Falls. No, totally. That's not obvious. Cowboys. No. <laughs> it's like this, but with actual werewolves. Yeah. I I think that there's also like I feel like it's kind of like a hop, skip, and a jump, maybe to the local. Mm -hmm. Like, is it the Irish version of it? Yeah, I think it's like what thread. I think if you're a Dipsy listener, I think something to figure out for yourself, maybe kind of a fun challenge, understanding your fantasy. It's like, what is it about this story that draws me in? Because a lot of stories have similar elements, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, is the relationship dynamic? And it's like, if it's the gravelly voice, then maybe you should listen to. Gerard is also the same actor. Yeah. I think Gerard delivers pretty well there. But you lose all of the Montana of it all. Yeah. But if it's like the vibe that I think the local is yeah. very good. I also just love the local. I know. The local is just so local. good. It's so cute. Um, but I do people, some people like the local just the Irish accent. And right. then it doesn't go the other way. Right. Totally. I agree with your condition entirely. And you know what? All of these amazing recommendations are available right now on the Dipsy app, available on the App Store or the Play Store. You can use code FICTIONALMEN to get 30 days free right now. 
just go to dipsystories.com slash fictionalmen. That's D-I-P-S-E-A-S-T-O-R-I-E-S dot com slash fictionalmen to get 30 days free and explore the hundreds of other spicy audio stories made by us for you. If you want to hear more about the process, the team, the philosophy behind Dipsy, you can follow us on social at Dipsy Stories. That's D-I-P-S-E-A-S-T-O-R-I-E-S on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, But that is a wrap for now on Lone Wolf. Tune in next week to hear the next spicy audio series picked by us for you.